everybody. Uh, welcome to the Thanksgiving episode of Minivan Men. We will be talking about that Thanksgiving, if you have to travel, whether or not you get to stay at home. Also, how are your kids doing? Are they doing fine? What do you say when somebody asks you that question and they don't want the real answer? We're also going to check some mail. You're listening to Minivan Men. Hey, everybody. It's a Thanksgiving episode of Minivan Men, a holiday. Maybe you're traveling with the family. I am here with Maz Jabrani. No Chris Spencer. Still traveling, Chris. Uh, so we really don't know where he is either. He just said, I'm going to be Santa gone. Maybe he's Santa Claus. Yeah. He's prepping. He's prepping for his, for his big, big trips yeah. coming up. Who knows what he's doing, but he's most likely doing some god-awful stand-up somewhere. Uh, not that he's a god-awful stand-up, that's what I mean, but some horrible gig where he's he has to be somewhere. away from his family. That's what I meant. That's yes. what I, no, no doubt he's really practicing practicing his brand of horrible stand-up comedy. That's not <laughs> what I meant to say at all. He is um, doing some gig that's requiring him to be away from his family for an extended period of time. It sucks, especially uh, this close to Thanksgiving. Um what are your plans for Thanksgiving? What are you doing? Well, I always try to go down. The, the Laugh Factory here in Los Angeles has... I've done that. Yeah, they got like three or four shows where they feed uh, homeless and people within the community that don't, that don't have the money to, to, you know, to, to My eat. My kids were bringing trays of water to yeah. people, and um, it, it was cute. That's what I like to do. I want to take my son down for him to kind of see. He's still too young, but I got my son and my nephew. I want to take them down have them see kind of the less fortunate and help out a little bit. And then you end up doing stand-up for these people, and, and it's a different crowd. Because first of all, like, I've seen people go up, and like, if you do any material about, you know, driving or TVs or anything, that yeah. like, a homeless person would be like that staring at you like, well, yeah, what? Yeah, what's the deal with desperate housewives? Yeah, and it's, like, right? yeah, yeah. it's kind of interesting. I actually had, I saw one time. Um, I don't know whose material that would be. What's the deal with Desperate Housewives? Could be the Why is that the first you never TV know. show that pops into my head? No, but I, I was there one time and, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, Paul Mooney? No, the Bulldog of Comedy. Bobby Slayton. Bobby Slayton. He was up there doing stuff about, you know, he does stuff about his wife and how he how he, she pisses him off, et cetera. And this one homeless lady was was like, she goes, you're mean. And he's like, lady, and he wasn't getting laughs because they they were they're 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 homeless. For, they're homeless and they're there for like good feeling. They you know they don't want to hear too much complaining about. It's just that kind of brand of humor wasn't working. So it's funny because he was like, yeah, it's difficult to go up and complain about your wife shopping too much when everyone in the crowd does not have a house. Exactly. So this one lady was like, you're mean, and then he's like, what lady? Why are you picking on me? And then he kind of went into it again. And then it was funny because it was this, I guess it was a survival instinct because he's like, who's next? And I was next. And someone was like, uh, Maz. And he's like, oh, what are these ethnic comics? What are these ethnic comics? And he started attacking me. And I was like, why is this guy attacking me? Like, Well, that's what Bobby does. Yeah, but I was like, well, I didn't do anything. What's your problem? You know, it was like, it's supposed to be the holidays. You're going he further and further. Mean. Huh? Yeah, he was being mean. Yeah, you're at the wrong place. When somebody eats it, they want to take down everybody with them. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that's, I usually go down there. And I try and do a little spot, and then I and then we get with the family, and uh, we eat the turkey and all the pies. What do you guys do? Well, we have to this year. We sort of flip flop between when we our family and my family is in the Bay Area, and then Kristen's family is in Vegas, where I don't like going. Have I talked about how horrible my in law situation is? I can't imagine going to Vegas for anything it's but a casino. Sucks. Kind of couple it nights. is the worst. Did I she grow up over there? Well, she grew up. Her father's in the Air Force. 
And so they, you know, met the mom in Korea. My wife's half, half Korean. And moved from, I think, uh, she was born in New York, lived back in Korea for a while. And then there's a big Air Force, Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas. And so the whole family moved to Las Vegas. Oh, wow. Mother-in-law became a Baccarat dealer. And that was going to be my part of my family sitcom is hardcore Korean mother-in-law moving in with me. She's a Baccarat, Baccarat yeah. dealer? Visor. I tell you, when she answers my phone at our house, she comes over and she started answering the phone. It sounded like a wounded goat uh, saying, oh, jeez. Brutal. So anyway, I got to go. From the, she's, from the old, she's from the old country. She's been here 40 years. Yeah. She could say, hi, can I help you? Right. Uh, hold on, they'll be right here. Yeah. Yeah, 40 years. That's but hilarious. you know what happens? It's like with Koreans or Latinos, they live in their own communities so much that she barely speaks any English. I mean, she should. She knows how to say, you know, do you want to double down? Or right. Or something <laughs> like that perfectly. <laughs> But in terms of... Yeah. Uh, house wins. <laughs> house wins. <laughs> so she could say that just fine. But in terms of, you know, her exposure to just, you know, people and manners and stuff like that, she doesn't have any of that. Hilarious. There's no please in Korean. Yeah. Type of thing. Like, yeah. That doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But uh, I'd have to switch alternate years going out there, going out here. When we just hate... At this point... My in-laws, I, I never have talked about this. No. This is major. No. We're going to do an so, in-laws episode. Oh, it's so bad, you guys. Um, they, and I'm a baby about it, too, because I really don't like, they, my father-in-law bought this house in this neighborhood, and Vegas expanded. They kept the house. The neighborhood got horrible around them. Vegas real estate, it, go to Zillow.com, go and type in Las Vegas. Then click foreclosures and see how many homes pop up. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. ridiculous. So yeah. their home value, let's say a home that he bought in 1985 for $70,000, which might sort of be accurate, is now realistically worth fifty. Wow. Because you can buy, I can buy anything. I could go out to Vegas and with $50,000 cash and probably buy a brand new home. Jeez. That's three bedrooms, two baths, or, or something you like put that. on red, double down, and lose it all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like most people did yeah. to get themselves in that situation yeah. in the first place. So <laughs> it, it's it's a tough place because the neighborhood has gotten horrible around my in-law's house. So now they want the kids to stay there, and it's bad. I went to the sex offenders website and pulled they up all, all live the, there. They're neighbors. Hilarious. That's a guy across. That's Jerry across the street. So I just don't want my kids there anymore. So now we started staying at hotels, and I'll look up, and again, we talked about in other episodes of points and all of that and the miles that we get from traveling so much as stand-up comics. I'll get points. I'll stay at the Hilton or something like that, and in the summertime, there's a pool. Yeah. So my mother-in-law totally gets it. My father-in-law is very stubborn and wants us to be at the house. So we'll drive in for the Thanksgiving but I will not have the kids stay there anymore. So you got to go to Vegas for this Thanksgiving. This year we get to, we're lucky enough to get a pass on that one and go to my parents' place. But my parents are a whole other thing where my dad is sick. Right. But um, my parents have this weird story. I'm also just to back up. I divulge a lot of personal information on this, and I hope everybody appreciates that (laughs) because I do not um, hold anything back. Right. And. I, we're lucky that none of my family members listen to this, but <laughs> this is all real. I mean, yeah. it's just, I, my stand-up is like that. I don't make anything up. 
this you're getting it. And yeah. the real <laughs> deal. Really, yeah. So anyway, um, my mom and dad, very humble beginnings, became very materialistic, and they cringe whenever my daughters were and kids were running around the house, and now they have this living room that no one can go in and stuff oh, like that, geez, and it that just thing? makes yeah exactly. Is there enough room for you guys at the place? Plenty. Oh, because they got a my big parents, house. Yeah, they have this big house now. My mom was cleaning houses when she, you know, sure when I was a little kid, and I remember. I feel like I'm the only one in my family that remembers the humble beginnings. Right. And everybody else is grew up, and my mom worked very hard, my dad worked very hard, and they bought this company, and they got wealthy. Right. But I remember when I got a blazer from the Goodwill, and you know, I remember all of this stuff, and I appreciate everything, and it really has made me, every dollar earned, fully appreciated. Right. But I feel like everybody else lost sight of this. So now... We're not staying with my parents. Good. I, I honestly think, I was just thinking about that. I, I don't like staying at people's houses. I don't like it either. Unless if they really have got like, oh, we got this section. And I mean, you know, if yeah, you got like the a wing. Yeah, the wing. You're like, oh, I'll take yeah. the wing. But if, but ho- there's something about hotels, you, you know, it's your own privacy. You do whatever you want. You know, you got your room service. There's a bar sure. downstairs if you want to go drink at some point. Like you said, the pool. That pool stuff for kids. Oh, I love it. Yeah, we actually did a staycation when we were. We don't have a pool here in LA, yeah. and it was really hot. And we checked the kids into a hotel five minutes away, yeah. just for the pool. That was one of the best moves we ever made. They were just as happy as if we had gotten on a flight and went to Florida. Oh hell yeah! So I, I we're actually going to stay at my cousin's, who has okay. room for us. Yeah. And then my mom decided to bail out on this Thanksgiving. What do you mean? It was her turn. And they were all going to Mexico the next day. So she didn't want to do cooking this, especially with my dad's health. And I sort of get it. And I'm I'm very easy. Yeah. But we're so we're gonna go over to my cousins and So your parents are gonna be gone? No, they're gonna come, but they're just leaving on Friday. Oh, the next day they go to Mexico. But this is the whole thing. We were gonna stay there. And they're like, stay with us. And then I said, Well, on Friday we'll just lock up. And they're like, No, you gotta you're gonna leave. Oh you, oh, you! she doesn't want you staying without... <laughs> they didn't want to stay in at That's the place. That's hilarious. And then me and Kristen, like, you what? I, I sort of let them have it a little bit, and now we're just staying at my cousin's. That's funny. Because so, my cousin sort of insisted. I mean, that was another thing. Is The reason is your mom is worried the kids are going to mess things up. Is that and what it I'm is? not. I'm 40 years old, and I'm not going to lock up properly. That is much. hilarious. That's, that's what that is. That is funny. So, and you, will you have it here in your house? I don't know where we're gonna have it. We, uh, my, my you're lucky enough to have family in L.A. That's yeah. And I'm my aunt's got a place that uh, my aunt like cooks. I, I always feel guilty on Thanksgiving. I don't do anything. I, I maybe I go pick up the pies. We order pies somewhere and I go pick it up. I've never cooked a turkey. I am very happy to sit and watch football. Yeah. Oh my God. I every year I see every year I try to bet like uh, like a hundred bucks on the Cowboys. I, I was a Cowboy fan as a kid. Oh yeah. yeah I don't we, follow yeah, it that much anymore. But I always but but you know what? I never get around to at parties still for me now. I end up worrying about my son and stuff, so I'm over watching the kids. I end up watching. I try and watch games. I watch kids. Will you bring in Annie to Thanksgiving? No, she won't be there. <laughs> Poor Nanny. She's got to go do her own Thanksgiving. <laughs> she's not a slave. Uh, well, never know. Maybe she. Maybe she'll come. Maybe she, she's like family. <laughs> yeah. You know. But I. But no. I've like. I took my son one time. My friend had a Super Bowl party. Worst move ever. Because because you know. Oh, you can't have a good time at it. It was a great game, too. It was the, when the Saints... Would you go to John Reeves' house? No, no. It was another friend of mine from college. When the Saints... It was a year, I think, the Saints won. It was like last-minute win. It was a great game. 
All I did was walk around following this kid around the whole sure. time. Sure, and your buddies are swearing and, you know... They're cussing, whatever. People, once in a while, somebody will pick him up because he's cute, and then they just put him down and he's off again. Yeah. Yeah, I've learned... I mean, it's it's hard a lot of times. I always have to, like, negotiate with my wife if I'm going to go do something like that because we're, you know, whatever. For, for, you know, usually it is like a holiday season and she's exhausted, I'm exhausted, and then I the last thing I want to do is say... You take them. I'm going, because that's not gonna set. That's gonna be bad when I come back. Yeah. So I, I'm usually I'm like, let's let me take them. But um, we I've been watching football up at my house, and um, the guy who's uh, uh I think it's a prop guy down the block, he brings his. He has three kids, and I think the deal he made with his wife is I'm gonna go watch football at Al's, and then those three kids come up to my house. And thrash it like they're looking for drugs. Yeah. And pillows. Yeah. Open and yeah. Yeah. Like they're the FBI. <laughs> FBI. So, yeah, I, it's, 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 you got to make those deals. Um, so you don't have any concrete plans yet? No, I think we'll just go to someone's house. Like you said, we're lucky everyone's local. I'm going to do a show in town, uh, like a night, uh, the night after for the Kuwaiti Stu- Student Association in town. That's oh, a wow. random one. I get random stuff sometimes. Weird. I'm actually doing a gig. I'm going up a little early for Thanksgiving. I'm doing a gig in Mill Valley at that Throckmorton. Oh, yeah. You know, I wanted to go Kutta there. Have you gig. done that before? No, it's the first time. Oh, wow. I've been wanting to go there for a while. I I've been horrible about, about posting my dates, and you you have an efficiently run website. I do not. Um, and I'm probably going to be doing a lot of stand-up on the East Coast when I go to New York. But I, uh, if you want to know if I have a show, please... Uh, Email me. It's uh, Al you just put it up on your website. It's not that hard, dude. I am. I feel like I'm very extended in terms of. I you get the guys at StubHub to put it up for you. They they do all Laugh the Stub. ticketing. Laugh Stub. That's what I meant. StubHub. You can sell tickets yeah. to your sporting events. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a let's take a break and we'll be right back. Uh, that was uh, Thanksgiving plans. I hope people don't come and rob us. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about the entire time. It's like, I'm going to be away. Well, I think, I don't know if our, if our demographic is, uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe people listening to podcasts. That is a, that's me. Home right. thieves. Props to any thief that is going through the process of listening to a podcast <laughs> and then determining when yeah. the broadcasters aren't This should go rob Adam Carolla. Why are you robbing yeah, us? don't rob Guys, thanks for all the support. Make sure to go to Facebook and go to our page under Minivan Men and like us there. You can also find that page by going to our website, minivanmen.com, and clicking on the Facebook link. See you on Facebook. Hey, we're back. Um, Maz just... Asked me how I was. <laughs> like that. What did I say? Oh, my back is killing me, but I'm fine. And then I say, oh, I'm a mess. I mean, physically, but I really don't tell people that I'm a mess a lot of the time. Maybe you will tell, but I, I say fine a lot. I say fine. I think we all do because when you, you find yourself telling the truth, <laughs> you see people just, you lose people. People really don't want to know. Yeah. And that's what we wanted to talk about is when people ask you how your kids are. How are your kids doing? How's the family, Moz? I get that all the time. And I get it from people that, I mean, I appreciate it. Family's good. There's people that I don't even know. I don't yeah. even know them. Like they, they might have heard about something. 
and I appreciate it. People know you have kids. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, I always say, yeah, they're great. And they are great. And I mean, you know, thank God. Everybody's good. In the general sense, they're great. But the, the reason I was even thinking about that was this morning, because my baby, um, I've talked about how she wakes up in the middle of the night because she's got eczema. Um, this morning at like four in the morning, she woke up 4.30. I fed her some milk. She was done by uh, five. And then well, now you've been talking about the this eczema thing quite a bit on the podcast. Like, I mean, when is that going to be getting better? You know, we went to the allergist. They said that they sometimes they grow out of it, sometimes they don't. Because you know? I know there's cradle cap. What's cradle cap? That's the same when they're itchy on the heads. Yeah. I look to Jorge like he knows he yeah. doesn't have any kids. I look at cradle cap, right, Jorge? Yeah. Do you want to look it up though? Can you do that? Um, yeah, I but look- they itch. They they scratch. Like she scratches the back of her neck. She gets into her le- their, her feet, and she woke up at, at 4.30, and she didn't fall asleep again until 6.30. It was two hours of her being exhausted, me being exhausted. And at one point, I was just thinking about that. I was thinking, like, the next time somebody asked me how my kid is, I wanted to be like, uh, not, not good. Not good. <laughs> not good at all. She's keeping me up at 4. She's keeping me up at 4 in the morning. That's how my kid is. You know, are you really concerned? Because if you are... Yeah. You want me to tell you? Send you want to tell you how I'm feeling? My it, back hurts. Yeah. My wife's nagging me. Yeah, exactly. No, you, yeah, so, right? One day. My just car getting, just broke down. Yeah. I think I bought a lemon. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you want to know how things are yeah. going on? Like, Stock market went down today. They just go, oh, sorry to hear. Yeah. They, people really don't want to know how things are. Um, cradle cap is um, not caused by a bacterial infection, allergy, nor from poor hygiene. Um, but uh, two most common uh, hypotheses are uh, a fungi infection, overactive uh, sebaceous glands. So it's just itchy. Itchy scalp? Yeah, thickened to red, irritated scalp. It's pretty gross. Yeah, there's nothing worse than your kids getting this. I mean, obviously you getting it is pretty bad as well, but the, when the kids get it, it's especially babies. Like this poor girl. You know, I, I I feel for her. She's my baby. She's a baby, you know, and she has no idea what she's doing. She's just, her, she's going on instinct. I was talking to her a few times this morning at four in the morning. I was like, come on, baby, you're tired. I'm tired. And she just starts scratching. And I'm like, you don't understand what I'm saying. Now, do you put mittens on them at that point or something? No, you know, you can. We've done that. She hates that stuff. She takes socks off. She's amazing. She's like, she's like a magician. She gets socks off. I don't know how she gets them off. I put them on. I turn one second. They're off. I'm like, how'd you do that? Yeah. She's amazing. It's like, uh, you know, the great Bambini. <laughs> That's what she is. It's, it's, so, you know, so it's just funny to me when people ask, because a lady that I kind of don't know, I ran into this lady. I've seen her at a few different functions. Maz, how are you? She asked me, yeah, how are the kids? How are the kids, Maz? I was Didn't like, great. And I, I was just, I, I wanted out. I was like, I'm a, I got to get out of here. That's the best thing to do, guys, yeah. is just to say yes. Great. Good. Fantastic. Fantastic. I got to go. Because look, man, we got limited time during the day. Any any parent, back me up on this. I always say the goal of a parent with young kids, all your goal is from the moment you wake up, the whole goal is to make them tired, right? Yeah. It's a VW commercial where the dad takes, the uncle takes the kids out and runs them up a hill over and over and yeah. over again yeah. and just exhausts them. That's what it is. It's like we just, and, and you're limited. Like the, the, this morning when I'm sitting there over the baby from four to six, I'm thinking to myself, I wonder how many hours parents throughout time have lost from having to deal with a baby that won't sleep. And this is nothing against the baby. It's just, I wonder how many hours we lose in a day. Like if somebody were to accumulate it, like on the average, because I see parents nowadays, like a friend of mine, my agent, he just had a kid. I went to see him the other day. Look like a zombie. 
Well, it's just part of the sacrifice. I mean, it's yeah. just see yeah, that all is going to go away, and you see with Dara probably now is sleeping through the night. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty well, and yeah. she'll get there. Yeah, but initially, yeah, you're screwed. Yeah, and you don't like this thing, and then say, uh, I'll equate it to the whole Daily Show move for hopefully for two years. Yeah, I will just be exhausted. Yeah, and I just have to suck this up and just deal with it. And that's the same thing with being this new parent. It's like you're just gonna have to suck it up and deal with it. Yeah. Um. And so when people ask you, they go, "How you doing?" or "How's the kid doing?" You just go, "Great." Because I just got to move on. If they're not your close, immediate friend, yeah, screw them. Just give them, go, oh, everybody's good. Everybody's great. How yeah. about yours? Yours are good? And they're just yeah. going to say yes? And I think it's just one of those things you say, like, you know, have a nice day or please or thank yeah. you. It's just one of those things that just comes out in in this passing sort of small talk niceties that yeah. people go, oh, it's, it's just something that happens. And yeah. you just say, yeah, everybody's good. How about <laughs> you, did? <laughs> Dad's good, mom's good. Yeah, parents. Eh. I gotta go. I don't have time. I gotta go. Yeah. Speaking of the kids, and that's the other thing: oh, is having yeah. kids. The baby is the best excuse to get out of things, ever. Oh yeah. And even if you don't have a baby, a lot of people are writing in saying, "I don't have kids. I like the podcast. Thank you so much." Pretend you have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> With people that you don't know well enough that yeah. would really know otherwise. Yeah. And you're seeing somebody just go, you know, my son is... I didn't know you had a son. Oh, yeah, I got a son. <laughs> you should got this make big... up a child. I got a son, too. You should come over with a son. <laughs> oh, my, yeah. My son's very antisocial. Antisocial. No, you know, you could even set up... People would never follow through on that and the crap either yeah. because it's like, you should. we should do a play day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we definitely should do a yeah, play yeah. day. <laughs> my fake son yeah. will come over, you know. He's very busy, my fake yeah. son. It is great coming up with that's the best is to have... That excuse, well, yeah. I for the, at the comedy store for years, when Mitzi was still involved, part of their plan to get me out of there was they knew that I had a young family and I wanted to get home and go to sleep yeah, and be with the kids, be with my wife and stuff like that. So I would never get spots after 10 p.m. That's great. And I started telling Jamie at the Laugh Factory, I go, I only can be on 8 o'clock shows. Right. Because I really don't want to be up... At 11 o'clock, 11.30, and we get sucked into hanging out there. Right. And it being at 12 o'clock and then coming home and then waking up with the kids or maybe the baby's like, that's unnecessary to put ourselves in that it's position. It's residual anyway. fatigue that you never catch up on because you think you're going to find some time. You're not going to find the time to catch up on that sleep. That's what with a lot of stand-up. I was, we were talking to Steve Renazizi, who who's on the show The League, and we've been talking about having him on as a guest, and he's so busy shooting. I think he's on tour now. So uh, our good friend Steve, I was talking to him about my stand-up. I go, I am so tired. By the time I hit stage at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, you do a late show or anything like that, I go, I'm operating at 60%. Yeah. People don't seem like I am fighting just for me to be there. Yeah. It's so hard because I've been working all day. I have a number of different projects that I'm working on. And let's see if I worked on a TV show or put on a 12-hour day. Then I go home, spend a little time with my wife, and then I rush out and do some stand-up. I'm so tired. Like, you have no idea. So that audience is getting like 50%. And and that's the thing about with, with people that have kids, uh, I think that, you know, I, one of the, I just work with a comedian who doesn't have kids. And it's funny, I was trying to call him a few times, and we're playing phone tag, and he was like, hey, I'm at the Philadelphia Eagles Jets game, uh, Giants game. I'll call you afterwards. Call them another time. He's like, I'm at a movie. I'll call you later. 
earlier he'd gone to a concert. I'm like, oh man, this guy yeah, like this how do you awesome. find the time to yeah. do all this? Yeah. And it's crazy. Actually, when I went to New York and did those shows, when we came back, um, because it was I ended up doing I think I did five shows over the weekend and every night in New York City you go out and then the next day you're waking up, the baby's waking up early, you're waking up a little bit. I get like a couple hour nap, back out with the kids again, then doing a show again. When I came back on Monday, I went to bed, I think it's 7.30 p.m., woke up in the middle of the night for baby for a couple hours, slept until 10.30 a.m. I slept basically, what's that? That's over 12, that's like 14 hours, 12 hours. I slept 12 hours. My body wow. needed it. My body needed it. Sometimes if you do get to sleep without an alarm clock and you just get to wake up naturally and you sleep for that long, you really need to catch up. Yeah. Uh, you're in serious health risk if you're not sleeping enough. I mean, you know, I think I think a lot of people have good intentions. Like, you know, like, you know, you, you look at like Sting, for example, who's in great shape. I just read it. Sting is in good shape? He's just in great shape. <laughs> I, was just, I, was just I guess reading. I would just, if you told me Sting was horribly out of shape, I would be shocked. Like, <laughs> really? Because he's... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's, but he's in great shape. Like, I was just, just reading about... He's I know, I was just shape. reading. I was just reading uh, an interview with Eddie, Eddie Murphy, and he was talking about how he doesn't drink. And he's like, he's like, look at how young I look. He does look young. So I think that a lot of people have good intentions, myself included. We have good intentions to rest in between the kids. Like that night when I went to bed with my daughter, because she went to bed around, right around the same time, 7.30. When I went to bed at 7.30, when she woke up at 4.30, I felt fresh. I was like, I can handle this right now. It was amazing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start going to sleep at 7.30 every night. Next night, I'm up till 1. I can't. It's just, sure, I, or what you were talking about when you go on the road and... So people want to go out, and you're like, sure, I'll go out. Yeah. Yeah, and then you stay up till 2, Yeah, and you're a mess. And also, you know, again, I think a lot of people probably have these. We, we all have different um, uh, um, vices. So, like, I'll go out, you know, and I'll be like, I'm not going to have a drink tonight. But you go on stage, and something happens, and it's a little stressful. You get through it. You're exhausted. I go, I'll have a beer, you know, and then you have another beer. And then, like, you know, or, or it could be, it could even be eating Crack right. Cocaine. Oh, crack, okay. Then you're doing crack. <laughs> no, it could be eating right. Like I've done before. I've been like, okay, it's 7.30 or 8. I'm done with eating. You know, I've eaten my dinner. And then I'm up at midnight and I'm walking past, you know, Thanksgiving, uh, Halloween candy. And I'm opening up a wrapper of chocolates at like now 12.30. And you can't just have one. You have two. And you have three. And you have four. And you're like, damn it. There goes the size whatever pants I had, 33. Sure, and rest is the same thing. Jeez. I mean, but I think we all should try this week alone. Let's try to completely unload on somebody when they ask us how we're doing. I think we Let's should just, just for it. fun, just, just for, for just, one week until just so we can come back and report and write us in. Let us know at minivanmen at gmail dot com how that goes. Say uh, when somebody goes, how are the kids? You know what, Bob? <laughs> Let me tell you how the kids are. Yeah, They're not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little one's a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't appreciate anything. Yeah. Yeah, just really go for it. Cries and all the time. Cries all the time. And I, I know you're thinking about have a fam having a family, Bob, but don't. Yeah. All right? Never do it, Bob. Yeah. yeah. Just really go nuts on somebody. Yeah. Be honest. Be honest and sincere. Don't make stuff up. Be oh, honest. Okay, I was saying make stuff up. No, no, no. I think, I think they should look at stuff that, like, look at the, if you had to, if you, if there were a class right now, now, neither one of us are experts on kids, so, or families, or anything <laughs> well, that's for good. that We should do a parenting podcast. <laughs> yeah. But that said, if there were a class where there were like a life coach that said, guys, we all keep a lot of stuff, you know, it vents up inside, you know, let's, uh, 
let's let it let's let it out. And if somebody said, just take all the negative things you can think about about the people that you love, just write a list of that stuff. You love them, forget it. like you will kill yourself for them. You will say, but just sit there and go. You know, my baby sometimes, you know, cries over stupid, not baby, like my three-year-old cries over, whines over stupid stuff, you know, um, uh, whatever baby does. Just list it. And then just line that up for that one guy who's going to ask you this week, how are the kids? And then go to town, people. Go to town. Say creative cap. (laughs) All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing and you're, you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. Go down to where it says comments and say, hey, I think you're groovy. Hey, everybody, we're back. Um, Checking some of the uh, email on minivanmen at Gmail. I see a message from Gary in San Francisco. Um, Gary um, responding to my father's cancer situation, writes that he lost his father and stepfather to cancer and wants to know, when do you talk to kids about it? When do you, do you have any plans to talk to your kids about the possibility of losing their grandparents or have you talked to them about this already? As um, he mentioned, um, you know, how do you discuss difficult topics like death? Um, you know, even birds and the bees to kids. You know, he has uh, no clue how to handle that birds and the bees talk when it comes up. So the, how do you talk to... I Difficult, we take it on, man. We were, uh, and sort of, you know, this has been around for a couple of weeks, but the whole thing that's happening with Penn State... I listen to a lot of sports talk radio. I listen to NPR a lot when I'm in the car. I don't like listening to sort of the horrible... I can't listen to any rap. My wife listens to rap with like 93.5, old school rap and stuff like that. And just lyrically, um, you know... Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names they will not hurt me. Yeah. No, no. I'm talking about the Rihanna song. You're doing it the uh Oh yeah, sticks and stones may break my bones, but chains and snakes. Chains and whips excite me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Yeah, Yeah. so um that song is playing, you know, and I can't handle it. So I, I won't I'm pretty prudish like that. I don't want. But my you're kids. saying when it comes to t- to t- uh, serious topics with your kid. Well, you we hear we're hearing about the molestation stuff that was going on at Penn State with Jerry Sandusky, uh, the defensive coordinator for Penn State, and Joe Paterno announcing his retirement. And I listened to a lot of that stuff. Me and my wife are just absolutely disgusted by that. That they. Um, cover up uh, this abuse to save their football program. And, you know, I have a nine-year-old that's listening to all this stuff in the car, and I said, do you know what's going on with this? Oh, wow, you went to it, huh? Yeah, and uh, I explain everything to him that's coming out. I go, are you aware of what's happening here? You know, we were talking about Iran wanting nuclear power, and that's, you know, so that's it, and that came on. That was on the radio, and I said, are you aware of what's going on here? Wow, wow. And I just I tried to talk to him about all of it. I so said, the nine-year-old grasps this stuff. Yeah, he, you know, he he's taking it in. I think um, I talked to him about, you know, privates are called privates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they are privates. Yeah. And <laughs> that's um, a good line. Yeah, I should use that. 
No, it's, I mean, we want to discuss everything and keep it on the open. It's just, um, you know, nobody, if anyone ever says anything to you that makes you feel uncomfortable, you walk away. Say, I have to go now, and you go and you grab me and we discuss it. Right. And I'm never going to put my kids in that situation. When it comes to death or anything like that, and we explain, when my dad was in the hospitals for 72 days. Wow. So during that time... We would light candles for him. Okay. We um, would pray. Let's all take a moment to pray for Papa and think nice thoughts for Papa. Did you take the kids to the hospital to visit They him? Uh, didn't make it up to the hospital right. because that was at a point where I was working a tremendous amount. Right. Um, and I just was, I, w- I was only able to go up once. Sure. So I went out of my way and flew up. You know, in that one window I could, I felt horrible about that, very guilty about not going up and visiting him more, him more often. Right. He had 36 operations in that 72 days. Wow. And he was just a mess. But the kids would call constantly, and Papa is very sick. Yeah. And when it comes to things dying, we haven't shied away from, if a fish dies, we, we used to have a fish, it was like, you know, Gitmo. Um, it was like a fish tank. It was... It was Every fish we put in there had six months, wow. and it was a dead, his goner. I, I wasn't doing I, I run I run a horrible fish tank. Yeah. So those fish would die on me all the time. We would never hide it from them. Fish was dead. They'd wake they, would up. they cry when, when the fish would die? They, no, they didn't understand, you know what? They didn't understand the concept. My kids are pretty cool. No, they got that the fish was dead. They helped me. Can I flush it down the sink? <laughs> well, yeah, like, the toilet? Yeah, I, that's, that's different, though, than like, you know, Papa, like bigger things. Yeah, I know. I got yeah. that. I mean, look, it's it, it's something we're going to have to talk about. But yeah. we, we, we have sort of, we've geared up towards it for sure. Yeah. And I don't think you can shine. You're going to shelter your kids? Completely? Well, I guess, no, I guess it also depends how old the kids are. Like, your kids are a little older. I mean, like, God forbid, like, something like that were to happen. Like when, like right now, my my kids, my son's three years old. Like he doesn't. I just had a conversation with him about not using the word "kill" because he heard "kill" somewhere, and the way he was saying it, I don't know if somebody had told him the word "kill" or what. And I was like, the word "kill" is bad. So now, whenever I say "kill," the other day he was playing soccer with with my nephew, and they were doing really well. So I go, "You guys are killing it." He goes, "We don't say kill. We don't say kill, Dad." He caught me. I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah." I was like, "But it's it's a different use of the word kill." Yeah. He's like, "No kill." <laughs> yeah. So he's there intellectually, um, but I think what you're saying is that's that's great. That's very um, yeah. Everybody gets older, and it's just we're gonna get to the point where Papa's not gonna be with us anymore. Yeah. And yeah. we're gonna have to say goodbye to him. And so I mean, that's that's something that. Um, yeah, I, it's thanks, Gary. But I should I want to discuss it before it just happened. Yeah, that's a good point. I think you're and right. I know we we talked about um, you know him being very sick, and Papa's not feeling very good, and we mm-hmm. need to call him. And so I put the kids on the phone with him as much as I possibly can. Good. And um, you know, my dad. It's just they got my kids got really good report cards just recently, and my dad, you know, sent them each five dollars, and he came down for the little fall festival. So, I see everybody sees, and you know, this is happening, and he's right. making a lot of attempts to to hang out with them. Um, so it's sad, you know. It's but I think I need to prep everybody for it. Even my wife, it's like, yeah. you know, in this whole Thanksgiving thing. She's not, you know, with the whole, my parents not uh, wanting, you know, trusting us to stay at the place. She's, 
irritated by it. It's like, that's fine. Yeah, but we go. will make no waves. Yeah, because he's sick. I think bottom line though, what you're saying from that question is, yeah, it's good to. Be, I address it. Yeah, address it. I bring I agree, it on. But and then the birds and the bees. I'll leave that to somebody else. <laughs> nah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Internet porn. Ugh. <laughs> It's horrible. We already had a kid at school saying something, uh, uh, quoting one of the songs. That's another thing. Is like quoting one of the songs he heard on, um, you know that song, I'm Sexy and I Know It. And you know, do you know that yeah. one? And the, and the lyric is, I got a fire in my pants. Oh, jeez. And that's on the radio all the time. So if you're listening to any popular music with your kids, really have to listen to these lyrics because it's like, I got a fire in my pants. And, you know, it just, it's brutal. Yeah. So I, I, I could just leave it up to LMFAO. Just raise your kids in a dungeon. They won't yeah. see any of this stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thanks again for all of the uh, questions and, and um, suggested topics. Uh, and keep those coming and uh, appreciate it. I'll, I'll keep everybody up. Minivanmen at gmail.com. Yeah, and I'm going to have this conversation with the kids uh, before next podcast, and we'll see how that goes. All right. Bye. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.